vintage Florida fishing village meets new urbanism. The beaches of 30A on today's Family Vacationer. Author of Meet Me on 30A and local resident Susan Valley talks about this beautiful stretch of the Gulf Coast. Episode 21 starts right now. Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is the Family Vacationer, episode 21. Hey, please do us a huge favor and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And also, we'd love it if you do a review of the podcast. And lastly, sign up for our newsletter and be the first to receive promotional deals for your next vacation. Join the family today. Now, before we get started, I want to say a very special congratulations to Rob on getting his CTA with the Travel Institute. Thank you, sir. The Certified Travel Associate designation is something I'm very proud to receive. It's not something I needed to be a travel agent, yeah. um, but with everything in the world of travel changing, it seems like daily now, Yes. I just want to demonstrate that I have a commitment to continually learning and, and growing as an agent. So yeah, I'm very excited absolutely. about it. Yeah, great job, man. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, well, let's get right into talking about my favorite place on the planet, the Panhandle of Florida, the Gulf of Mexico. I've visited either Panama City or Destin every year of my life since I was two. In fact, we just made plans today to go down in July, so very excited about that. Danny, you've you've been down there as well. Yeah, I've been to Destin several times, Panama City. We've actually gone to Mexico Beach, and I think one of my favorites was Santa Rosa right there in between all of that. It's a great place to visit. Nice. Well, nestled between Panama City Beach and the city of Destin is a stretch of beaches that have taken on the name of the road that connects them, 30A. Right. So what beach communities are we actually talking about when we say 30A? You've got Inlet Beach, Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Alice Beach, Water Sound, Seagrove Beach, Seaside, Watercolor, Grayton Beach, Blue Mountain Beach, Gulf Place, Dune Allen, Sandestin, and Miramar Beach. Which is weird to me because I've always, I didn't know Sandestin and Miramar were considered part of 30A. Yeah. I've always thought of the stretches as Dune Allen to Inlet Beach only Mm. because both sides are bookmarked by one of the best places to eat in Destin or uh, Panama City. It's the Donut Hole. Oh, Uh, yeah. There's one right before you get off 98, which Mm -hmm. is past Sandestin headed to Dune Island and another on Inlet Beach. So you got, you know, your vanilla angel donuts your red velvet mm-hmm. donuts and the mm-hmm. best breakfast on the beach so yeah yeah I, rob you're actually drooling yeah. right now yeah but, sorry so just uh, yeah well anyway in addition to donuts this area is home to award-winning chefs with their distinct takes on beach classics fantastic places to stay a thriving art scene and a lot more these communities are well worth taking a break from highway 98 and with that, let's bring in author and resident of 30A, Susan Valley. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Susan, you've written a book on 30A. It's called Meet Me on 30A. What inspired you to write the book? And what was what was the experience like for you, putting the book together? It was fun. I, uh, I had worked with Mike Ragsdale before. He's the publisher and creator of 30A.com. And we had talked for a while about creating some type of product together. And for years, I had worked as the editor of the town papers for Seaside, the town of Seaside, and then created and also did the paper for uh, Rosemary Beach. I felt like I knew a lot about 30A. And we've also lived here for about 20 years now. So Mike and I discussed what we what we wanted to do. And we wanted to some way to introduce the different beach towns to people. 
in a way that was simple and easy and would hopefully get across the different personalities of each town because every little beach town has its own little flavor and, you know, different vibe. Sure. Yeah. So, so while you're talking about that different vibe and flavor, how do you characterize what those different vibes are? Well, it just kind of depends. Dune Allen Beach, if you start, I don't know how familiar your listeners are with 30A. The, the one point of, of 30A uh, begins with Dune Allen Beach, and then it kind of ends at Inlet Beach, which is where you cross over the bridge to go to Panama City Beach. So, for example, uh, Dune Allen Beach has a much more laid back, old Florida feel. There's a lot of really small concrete block cottages. It's not really overly developed. It's mainly just beach houses and beach accesses. And then there's a couple of really great, fun, casual seafood restaurants. And then on the opposite end of 30A, you have a very different experience with Rosemary Beach, which is much more formal, very nice restaurants, fancy hotels, uh, you might want to say, fancier restaurants. It definitely has a a much more put-together formal feel. It's not somewhere I would necessarily you don't want to show up with a, a beer can in my hand, you know, and flip flops and, and shorts yeah. and a tank top. I would want to be a little bit more put together for that beach experience. In the middle, you have just a bunch of different feels. Grayton Beach is probably one of our most famous beaches. Uh, Grayton Beach and Seaside, I would think, would be our most famous. And Grayton Beach has been voted one of the most beautiful beaches in the world by uh, Dr. Beach and some other polls. Grayton Beach is, is really well known for the Red Bar. Have you all heard of the Red Bar yes. restaurant? Yes. It burned down recently, correct? It did. That was devastating. Mm. But they did rebuild, and it looks almost exactly like the old Red Bar. And the locals are super excited to get back in there and you know just make it feel like it, it never burned down, like right. it never went away. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of food, and you answered a question that we had because we were talking earlier about the the beach communities that comprise 30A. One thing that I saw included Miramar and Sandestin, but I've always considered Donut Hole a Donut Hole. So <laughs> we, we were joking. There's a Donut Hole right past Sandestin, right before you make the turn for for was that that's Dune. That's Dune Allen. Dune Allen, yeah. And then at the end, on Inland Beach, there's also a Donut Hole there. Not that I go every time, three or four times a, a visit or anything for the vanilla oh, right, right, and right. the yeah. red velvet donuts. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> so food, food is an important part of, of any vacation, especially for my family. What are some of the more popular options on 30A? Uh, well, definitely Red Bar. You cannot come to 30A and not have the crab cakes mm. at Red Bar. Mm-hmm. That would be a bit of a sin. Um, <laughs> Sunday brunch at Red Bar is also a must. Brunch at, there's a new, well, I say new, it's it's not brand new. It's been here for about a year or so, but it's called uh, Black Bear Bread Company. Mm. And it's in Grayton, just on the opposite side of 30A, on the north side of 30A. And it's just heavenly food. It's a great place to go for breakfast. They also have lunch. They make all their breads in-house. It's the artisanal breads. And it's just, it's it's delicious. So I highly recommend a stop at Black Bear let me think. Black Bear, Red Bar, Bud and Alley's. That's like the quintessential cocktail experience on 30A to go up to the rooftop bar oh, wow. and have a cocktail. And they, you can guess what time sunset is. And if you guess correctly, you win a free drink. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they always ring a bell at sunset, which is kind of fun. It's a nice way to end a day. 
Um, there, there, there's a former chef of uh, Commander's Palace that has a place on 38. Stinky's, I think. Is that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Stinky's. Yeah. Stinky's is great. It's in Dunalan Beach. Okay. That's a totally fun, laid back, delicious experience. Yeah. They, they have really good seafood. And then I've eaten at Goat Feathers before. Is that still? Yeah. Goat Feathers is still here. Okay. And Goat Feathers, uh, they also have a seafood market. They have two now on 30A. So if you're staying somewhere that has a, a kitchen and mm-hmm. you don't mind cooking, that's also something I would highly recommend is just buying some local fish mm. and, you know, grilling it or, or just pan sauteing it at your house. There's just, there's nothing better than, than fresh caught fish. We always make a stop and get probably three or four pounds of shrimp at the beginning of our, <laughs> our trip. And yeah, we, we normally end up having to go back because it normally doesn't last the whole, the whole vacation. So, yeah. You know, uh, a lot of people love to do the shopping experience while they're on a beach vacation. And, you know, a lot of people go to the outlets, the T-shirt shops, things like that. Do you feel that there are some unique shopping options there on 30A and how so? What makes them unique? Oh, yeah. There's a lot of locally owned kind of mom and pop shops. You might not realize that they're mom and pop shops, but yeah, there's some great locally owned shops. As a writer, I love bookstores. That's kind of my happy place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Sundog yeah. Books is, yeah, I can just spend all day in Sundog Books. I love it so much. That's in Seaside. And they also have a really cool record shop upstairs called Central Square Records. And you can get, you know, vinyl records, CDs. They've got really fun clothing in the back, um, all kind of weird, funny, probably not totally family appropriate, you know, little, mm-hmm. <laughs> little gifts yeah. and things. Yeah, that's one of my favorite places to go. Um, but yeah, then there's also, let me think like for jewelry in Seaside, uh, there's a, a beautiful shop that Wendy Minot owns. It's called, uh, La Vies Belle and they sell the pearls on the leather strands that have gotten, really popular. I don't know if you've seen that on anyone, but they also sell really cool jewelry for men also bracelets mm-hmm. and necklaces with like the, the old uh, shipwreck coins on them. And those are really nice. And then there's just some really fun clothing shops along 30A and just like it's every single beach town just has its own little place to discover. I think that's what mm-hmm. makes 30A so fun. It's not, it's not like a strip mall. It's not it's kind of like nowhere you've ever been before. You, you can start at one end and go to the other and just, you could probably spend all week doing that. Honestly. I know driving through there. One thing I, I don't remember seeing a lot of are the, your typical t-shirt shops that are everywhere else. Yes. Yeah. Seemingly in Florida. You don't see a lot of that. I know it's a lot of definitely more unique and more, not quite as uh, touristy, I guess, would be the word for it. <laughs> yeah, 38 has the locals worked pretty hard to keep some of those big. I don't want to say tacky, but uh, but <laughs> that's okay. You can say yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but kind of tacky beach stores out. The you know they 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 a lot of people really love that the old going to the beach experience with the family and the locally owned shops and where it was just more casual, you know, you get to your cottage, you put your things down and you can just walk and get your toes in the sand within a few minutes. And that's, that's kind of, to me, the goal of 30A with our vacation experience that I think just about every single beach town wants our visitors to have. They want it to feel real. They don't want it to feel like you're somewhere chintzy having a, you know, like you're, you know, they want you to feel like you're at home. Yeah. Well, and when you're in one of those t-shirts, I mean, you could literally be on any beach 
in Florida. It's yeah. not a unique experience at all. So, but if you yeah. want that, the good thing about 30A is that it's it's still close enough where you can drive to one of those places if that's what you want. If you oh yeah, you know, if you want yes. a Corona uh, bikini, you can still drive yeah. to Panama City and get it. So, wait, Rob, is that a personal experience thing you're relating um, to us here? Well, I, I don't want to talk about that right now, Dan. So. Everyone, check the website for pictures. <laughs> You know, as a family, when we travel, my kids, the first question that they want to know is what's there to do? So what is there to do for families outside of the beach and shopping on 30A? Well, it depends on the ages, to be honest. There are a lot of outdoor events because of because we are in the, the land of COVID. Some of those mm-hmm. events, you know, are going to be curtailed this sure. summer, unfortunately. So I think a lot of the towns are kind of playing it by ear to see you know, what the rulings are on holding large events. There are a lot of outdoor concerts, Mm. which are great fun to go to for just about everybody. Of course, we've said the shopping. There are some arcades and video type places for older kids. And then we also have uh, surf lessons, like surf lessons are super fun for just about all ages, as long as your kids are okay falling in the water and Mm -hmm. getting their face wet. They can take surf lessons. I highly recommend that. Fishing. We have some great guides that will that go out on the Choctahatchee Bay and some of the quiet waterways just off the bay. And that's a great experience for kids of any age. They can go fishing. The guides know where all the, the fish are biting. So, you know, your chances are pretty good. You're probably going to land something. So, yeah, I recommend, you know, if you're down here on vacation, try to do something you don't normally do. If you've never gone fishing, you know, take your kids fishing. Go on one of these tours. If you've never tried surfing, try it. Nobody on the beach cares if you fall or look silly. You know, everyone is is self-absorbed into into what they themselves are doing. So, you know, you're not going to you're not going to make a fool of yourself and you're probably going to have a really great time and you might even learn how to surf. Now, can you, I know like in Destin and Panama City, they have, you know, deep sea fishing fleets that leave from yeah. both areas. Do they have that on 30A or is it more local guides? Yeah, we don't have that deep water access. So you can't hop mm. on a boat like you can in Destin gotcha. and pop them out. But you can definitely book those sure. um, with, with some local charters like in Grayton. And then you'll take the boat out um, in Destin. And also at Sandestin, you can go out at Sandestin in the okay. marina. And there, some folks have caught, uh, I want to say it was like a 600 pound bluefin tuna. Oh, wow. Wow, man. Yeah, was caught off the waters of Sandestin fairly recently, I believe, at the beginning of the year. Um, so there's some really great fishing. We also, there are, uh, speaking of Sandestin Marina, they also have some dinner, like a dinner cruise. It's called okay. Solaris, and they do, you know, nightly dinner cruises. There's music, they feed you, they, uh, they take you out. You can see the fireworks in Destin. Assuming, you know, like I said, with COVID, that they're, right. they're still going to be doing um, some of those events like that. But that's also great fun to do. Yeah. What about festivals? Do you have any favorites? Yeah, I love the digital arts festival that Alice Beach mm-hmm. hosts each year. It's typically in the spring. This year, it's been postponed to the fall. And it's it's a digital, they call it di- digital graffiti because there are on that. I don't really know how to describe it. It's like it's not like a movie projected onto the sides of the homes, but there are these beautiful moving, like projection mapping. Is that kind of what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yes, yes, but it, but it's artwork. It's like moving, real, living, huh? Artwork. Oh, they project cool. onto the onto the homes and all, all the homes in Alice Beach 
are uh, white, solid white. They're concrete buildings with, with a stucco finish. So it's that nice, clean, you know, mm-hmm. white exterior. It's the perfect canvas for something like that. And so the entire, all the streets of digital, uh, of Alice Beach, just the, it just literally comes alive at night. And oh, it's wow. just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Yeah, and that, that's one of my personal favorites. I really like that one. And I know there's a and songwriting it, festival uh, thir- on 30A, correct? Yes, that has become huge. That happens in January okay. of each year. And it is huge names uh, have started coming for that. A lot of country songwriters and singers it's really really well attended that's that's become a really kind of must-do event down here for locals there's quite a few yeah. country artists who have i think property somewhere on 30a i know luke Bryan is one of them and yep i've seen several others that kenny chesney maybe so yeah i they're rumored to be more down by rosemary beach and water sound that's okay. what i've heard yeah um they but yeah don't like they, to advertise that they're down there so. no no but it, it is kind of funny you'll be walking around i've been walking around 38 before and you'll see somebody go by on a bike and you're like wait was that you know <laughs> because we do we do we are having more and more famous faces come down to visit which is kind of fun and I know there's also a thriving art scene which you mentioned just a little bit of there uh, is that specific to one community or is that just kind of a, a emphasis all along 30A? No, it's all along 30A. Okay. Um, yeah, the Cultural Arts Association has a really nice arts festival each year. It's typically in the spring. That also got postponed because of COVID to be later this year. But it's a really beautiful juried arts festival that happens. And we have a lot of local artists. You'll see local art in a in, the majority of restaurants and hotels along 30A. There's there's a lot of talent here. Well, the Watercolor Inn is, is a place I've always wanted to stay. I, I know there's several really interesting places all along 30A. Could you recommend some of those places to our listeners? Yeah. Um, watercolor is a great one. It is, it's beautiful. The watercolor is one of my favorite places to go as a local and just walk. They have a, a lovely, just lovely nature trail that cuts all the way around one edge of Western Lake and there's beautiful bridges and you can see into some of the little bayou areas along the walk. And it's, it's a really beautiful way to end your day on that nature trail. And then watercolor has also just opened a new watercolor camp facility for kids of all ages. They have a couple of swimming pools. They have a, a lazy river. They just added to it. Um, there's slides. They have lifeguards there at all times, keeping an eye out. And uh, that amenity just opened this spring for folks. And then the, the watercolor in hotel that you mentioned, they just revamped their um, beach club. And so what used to be kind of a small golf front pool is now a much larger mm. golf front pool and bar. And they have uh, fire pits downstairs and places to lounge and hang out with your family. And it's a, it's a beautiful property. What are some of the other ones along 38 that you might recommend? Um, Is it mostly vacation rentals or are there hotels? Yeah, we don't have an awful lot of hotels. It's mainly vacation homes and uh, yeah. And weekly rentals. Um, There is the watercolor in, which is a hotel in Rosemary Beach. There's also two hotels there. There's a, a bed and breakfast. And then there's also a hotel there that's quite beautiful. And I'm trying to think if there's another hotel. 
I don't think there is. Seaside used to have like a motor, like a motorcade style right. hotel, but I, I don't believe they're operating that anymore. I think I believe it's just all home rentals now in Seaside. Now, Seaside, is that where they film the Truman Show? It is. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have to go to Seaside if you're. It's, if you're it on is, it's so unique. It's not like anywhere else at the beach I've ever been. So it's a very no, really fun place. It, it is. And if, if you can, I highly recommend just rewatching the Truman show. It's a great movie, you know, stars Jim Carrey. And if, if you've seen that and you have it in, your, in the back of your head, it's kind of extra fun um, to drive through seaside and because you'll see, I mean, it looks just like it did in the movie. Yeah. So what are some of the secrets that you can divulge about these beaches? You know, like what do the locals know that we should know also? Other than wear sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do we need? <laughs> don't, don't start out your vacation with an all day say on the sand. And then the, the rest of your trip, you look like a, like a lobster. <laughs> yeah. There's, there are some beautiful state parks here that are Gulf front, great and beach state park is right on the Gulf. It also uh, has lake access to Western Lake. There's some really beautiful special trails uh, right there by the lake uh, where you actually go underneath the tree canopy in the dunes. And that's really fun. It's, I mean, it's, it's really neat for everyone, but I think little kids especially love it because it feels kind of magical when you dip down and you're kind of, you know, underneath in the dunes in an area you would never have access to. That's a fun little walk to go on. Now, I was just going to ask about, you know, you mentioned COVID-19 and all the things that have come as a result of that. How's the area holding up? I, I read, I can't remember, a couple of days ago where it said, if you're coming down, you should pretty much bring your groceries with you. Is that something that you would suggest right now? or It's getting better. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for, for a couple of weeks there, it was really hard to find, you know, toilet paper <laughs> and paper towels because we are a small town. Mm. Um, you know, we, we only have a few grocery stores. Our hospital uh, is very small. The COVID numbers, I believe they're around 130, 140 right now for the county. The deaths that we've had, unfortunately, have been associated with a nursing home. Oh, goodness. Mm. Yeah. But yes, I do think the supplies are better. We would love it if everyone who comes to visit wore a mask. When they're in the grocery store and in crowded shops, with a lot of tourists aren't doing that, mm. and that's you know it's a it's a little scary when you like I said when you live in a small town and you you do have small we do have small health facilities it's a little worrisome, especially so, when you yeah. have people coming from everywhere to, oh, to yeah. the beach there. So yeah, yeah, all over. So yes, please definitely wear a mask if you can when you're indoors in a crowded space. Um, and I would you know depending on if you're not staying in a hotel, I don't think it would hurt to throw a, a few rolls of extra toilet paper, some paper towels, maybe enough food to get you through the first night you're here so you're not stressed out and feeling like you have to get everything in one grocery trip. Well, Susan, thank you so much for being on the show. What is the easiest way for our listeners to read more of your work? Oh, well, I write uh, I write for various publications. I used to have a print publication called 38 Kids Club that was devoted to what there was to do here for families on vacation that is being relaunched into the web form. So they can find that at uh, 38kidsclub.com. And that'll give you some tips and information and some things to think about, especially if you're going to the beach with little ones to keep them busy. So maybe you can actually relax for a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Susan, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. 
you're welcome. I hope I was of some help and I hope your listeners will come down and, and visit our beaches. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful place. It's unlike anywhere else. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, before we go, I wanted to mention, I also spoke with Carson Patrick of 38 cottages, 38 cottages.com. We talked about vacation rentals. A lot of people, when they go to that area, they stay in vacation rentals. There's not a ton, especially on 38, not a ton of traditional hotels. He made a short list of what makes a good guest, and I thought it was worth repeating here. It basically starts out saying, leave no trace. Anything you bring into the home is to be taken with you at departure. You leave it in broom-swept condition. This includes the infamous goldfish crackers. So I guess that's a... Those end up everywhere. Check the sofa cushions. (laughs) No food of any kind should be left behind. Now, we're guilty of that thinking, oh, well, you know, we've got this flat of waters. Surely the people after, but I don't think they can actually leave those in there, especially now with the cleaning regulations in place. So don't leave any food behind if you stay in a vacation rental property. All garbage needs to be removed and placed in the receptacles provided outside. All dishes should be washed or the dishwasher started. Dirty towels should be placed in the tub or the shower. And then you just, this makes plenty of common sense. Please make a last walkthrough checking drawers for any items you may have forgotten. So you don't have that panic email or call going, my, my kid left his iPad. Can you, can you overnight it to us? Uh, no. Like my daughter, who I'm pretty sure to this day left a little game system in a hotel in Hawaii. So mm. well, another thing about this, it's important to, Leave no trace, as you said, and, mm-hmm. and leave it better than you found it. A lot of times, like with us in Indian Rocks Beach, there we have kind of, I view it as almost an ongoing relationship with the owners right. of the condo. Right. And you you want to come back. You want to, this is, I mean, we consider that our place to go when we sure. go to Indian Rocks. And yep. you know, we want to have a good relationship. But also, it's just part of it being a great person, just considering it your own and treating it like your own. Yeah, I mean, I tell my kids all the time, if you're making a mess, should somebody else have to clean it up? No. So, well, if you're ready to make a break for 30A, drop me a line and I can help you plan that vacation. So if you'll email me at rjones at starstufftravel.com, let's plan that vacation. So that's all for this week. Come back in two weeks when we take a look at beautiful Charleston, South Carolina. Don't forget to click the subscribe button so you don't miss any episode. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.